The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show. We live in the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We're back, folks. We're towards the end of these things. See, you're laughing, man, but fuck. Mikey wakes me up early and he fucking expects me to be on my game. That's why I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> that's, that's the reason why. It is 11 a.m. It is 11 in the morning. And Chris is basically, I, I asked before we hit record, I'm like, we ready to go? And Chris is just like, <sighs> and then I knew you were going to try to put forth effort and I appreciate it, but you ran out of gas like right away. Yeah. Well, that's what All happened. Right. I mean, it's been like fucking five parts, six parts, right? It has been. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try it. We're going to try to make it all the way to the end today. If we can, Well, that's what threw me off. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to pre-commit to that in okay. case we didn't actually make it there. So then I didn't know what I was going to say. Okay. So, uh, so what are we doing today, Chris? Are you doing Braiding milk? Jackass no, it's oh, water. Never mind. Just, oh. <laughs> like, no, it looks like milk with glass ice. Of milk. It looks like milk yeah. with ice. It does. I just put milk so much ice, ice. in. Because I, I, like, my, my tap doesn't get too cold, and I really like cold water, so I have to put a whole bunch of ice in just to kind of, like, get it there. Mm-hmm. Well, today's yep. part six of Jackass 3D. We're continuing our uh, our, our stunt by stunt yeah. breakdown and rating of Bonanza. Uh, I'm pretty pumped for it, guys. I I think that me too. We, let's let's do a quick check in with where we're at with Jackass 3D. When we started, I thought that this was the worst of the Jackass movies prior really? prior to watching it. That was my memory of Jackass 3D. But I'm actually like stunt for stunt. This is like this one can hang with the big boys. I'm actually loving Jackass 3D. I think it yeah. is the worst one, but it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Like, if you do have to rank them, it's not like it goes two, one, three. But it's I've always loved it. I never thought it was yeah. not super, like not superb. Yeah. Ooh, good, good talking, Chris. It's gonna be a <laughs> Jay, long one, boys. Jay, what about you? <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. No, I'm really liking it so far. Uh, I haven't watched this in fucking years, so yeah, you really, you really do miss. Um, going back and and there's there's a we're gonna get to it hopefully at the end of the episode but when you get to the credits there's like a whole fucking thing um of just like outtakes and things like that and there was a moment when i was watching that recently that i remember specifically of thinking like holy shit man like you see uh, a lot of kind of like throwaway stuff in there right you'll see like drop kicks and little little things that they didn't use right and it's it's kind of a parallel of like the it speaks to the quality of the stuff that's on offer here like the highlighted sketches because you see they had so much material that they filmed for this movie that's yeah. why there's a 3.5 but like the amount of of fucking bangers that they ended up with like they had so much good shit there was even shit in the credits where i was like huh that was actually like that could have been movie worthy, but 100%. clearly they, they were just overloaded with good stuff. So yeah, there is, there there is something is special one stunt, on this one. There's one stunt that we're going to go over today that I think could have been replaced by just about anything else. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys okay. know when we get there. Well, you know, you got to have a little bit of shit in the, <laughs> How in can the you guys pot, not wearing you know, green? I, I am wearing I green. The shirt's that's green. not green. It is green. It's like that is gray. not green. It's that's light, gray. A light green. Maybe cream at best. It's green. It's green. Cream. No, it's not. It, okay, I'm here and I'm looking at it. 
So it is. I know Jay's Jay's got his three sixteen shirt on because he's in a different time zone, so he's still on yesterday probably. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin three sixteen, yeah. Still yeah. So the reason why I said that, just in case anybody doesn't know, Happy St. Patrick's Day to all our alcoholics. I mean Irish people. Um, yeah. <laughs> as of recording, yes. As of recording, yeah. Are we conflating those two together? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay. I think it's pretty fair. No, I'm, I, I'm, I don't I'm think they're even it. offended by that, to be honest. I, there's I'm been this okay whole thing that. going on about Irish people being the least offendable people around. Yeah. And I love it. I love them for that. We should. <laughs> I guess we should take a moment then to just uh, talk about the Irish, because this is a golden opportunity, boys. Everybody else that we talk about on this podcast, all the, all the different groups that exist out there, there's always like a percentage that... Okay, there, there's like, we're, we've got a, a risk percentage that we're going to offend somebody. With with the Irish, though, we can just say pretty much whatever we want. Mm-hmm. We could all do an Irish accent right now, and I'm sure we'd have some Irish people writing in later to say, hey, good job on the Irish accents. Yeah. You know. It is funny. There are some touche. accents that you're okay to do and some that you're not. Yeah. Italian, go, have at it. Go do your best Mario yeah. impression. Yeah. There's certain ones that you Unless just Unless you're Chris do. Pratt, because you're, <laughs> you know, you're just scared. It's a me. You're Mario. Just scared, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he's going to sound like in the Mario yeah, basically, movie? Basically, oh, it's, it's probably. Brutal. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry where to interrupt. We, I just want to, you know, give give the shadow where the shadow's due. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know, the, I know the Irish like a good game of golf, eh, boys? Hey, huh? they do. They do. Regular paint scored over there. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's... If you're nice going out with the boys, you got to sneak a couple cans of the Budweiser in the bag. That's the uh, that's the tradition. If you're Irish, I don't know, maybe it's a couple Guinness, <laughs> whatever you got to do. But listen, this next thing is uh, I, I don't really like golf. I'm not gonna lie. I know you guys golf. I like it's okay. I'll I'll go. I'll play if the boys are going. But I'm not like super hard into it. This, however, buckethead golf. Uh, this is taking it to a whole new level. It could it could take the layman like me and uh, I don't know. Maybe add a little interest to the sport. So what you do here is if you're Johnny Knoxville, you put a bucket on your head. Then you go find a squash court, but you take your golf clubs, you take your friends, you take your caddy, you ask for advice on which which club to use in this p- particular scenario, which is clearly going to be a driver. You uh-huh. want maximum power here. You hit that motherfucker against the wall, and you wait to see what happens. And I got to say, the fact that on the first hit, Knoxville <laughs> banks that off the wall and takes it right in the throat Ugh. is magic. It's magic. It's a great start to this section of the uh of 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 the movie i think it's an awesome interstitial and you know this one's rough because not even johnny knoxville can laugh at it like usually he can salvage something by laughing about it he's like he's down almost down for the count you know he's 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 kind of like choking and chuckling a little bit but it's it's pretty clear that he's he's not too happy about being in that situation yeah 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 you could tell like he's he's trying so hard to laugh because it's knoxville he wants to enjoy and just soak in the pain that he's feeling and just like enjoy the moment. But he's, he's being prevented because he's, his airways are all fucked up from the impact. Yeah. It's just, it's like this, uh, it's like the, the fucking, uh, turtle trying to come out of its shell, but it's, uh, it's stuck halfway or something. I didn't yeah, have a better analogy. Like? Fuck you. Is that what it's like? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, yeah. here's a better one. It's like, uh, when it's really cold out and you st- you haven't been circumcised and you just can't get the head to poke through the curtains, you know? And you haven't uh, been circumcised as though that's wow. like a daily thing that you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't have your daily circumcision. You know, it grows back. I'm kind of like a chameleon. That, uh, <laughs> do you think a, Wolverine could be circumcised or no? That is a question that I would like the answer to, um, <laughs> but I don't know. He could Chris? for at least like a day. No, he grows back like right away. 
Yeah. But hey, he could perform his own circumcision, so really it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's not like you have to call a guy if you're Wolverine. <laughs> you know, he could do he could do uh, he could do eight of them at once. You know, with a uh, he line the two, okay. Anyway, we don't need to. Two, it's fine. Isn't it We're six? supposed to be talking about jackass. Is it six or eight? I don't know. I'm yeah. probably going to get a bunch of fucking hate mail now because they fucking got the number of claws wrong on Wolverine. Because that's that's the state of the world now, people. It, it feels real like issues. It. Yeah. Uh, listen. This next one, no, you're, I not gotta, gonna, you're not getting in trouble for 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 calling Irish people alcoholics, but no. you are getting in trouble for saying Wolverine has an extra claw. And you joke, but that's probably not too far from that's, the truth. That's sadly, you, a reality. Man. Yeah, uh, but on this next one, guys, I mean, okay, you take a golf ball to the throat, that's fine. You know, you'll heal from that. This next one, you have, either you guys ever chip a tooth, lose a tooth, break a tooth, it's a pain in the ass, right? All it is. the above. You gotta go to a dentist. Especially if it's a fucking holiday and you can't get in. Come on. Dentists are no fun. They're no fun. But on this one, if you're Aaron and it's a holiday and you're with the jackass boys, don't worry. Everybody's a dentist. Everybody's qualified. <laughs> especially if you got yourself a Lamborghini and some fishing line. This is the Lamborghini tooth pull. And this is one that got the fucking hype on this one. I remember when uh, it came up in the theater, this is one of those sketches. We've talked about them before where it's, you get the intro, you get the basic premise and you're just like dying to see what's going to happen. And I'm already like at, at a 10 just from the premise alone, yeah. because this it's great. Do you it's guys, fucking great. Do you guys know the history of like how this one got made or, or kind of the trials and tribulations of, of filming and releasing this, this stunt. No, I do not do not. So Jackass one was supposed to have a Lamborghini tooth pull. The person whose tooth was supposed to be pulled Don Vito. He got himself into a little bit of trouble before the movie's release. So they had to scrap the stunt. Their original plan was to have Novak be the person whose tooth got pulled. Uh, He volunteered because in his words, if he wound up in the hospital, he'd be able to get free, uh, pain meds for it that's that's actually that was part of his motivation to it when it came to the day of filming novak was in jail so they couldn't film it with him so aaron had to step <laughs> up uh and and have this pulled obviously jay already outlined the premise of this one but this is also another one we talked about the fat fucks and and aaron going down the 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 snow hill and in, in the shopping cart and breaking his neck this was another massive injury for danger aaron his entire face fractured up to his his orbital bone uh when what? this one was done yeah you can see he's like in incredible amounts of pain and his face looks numb and in my mind i'm like man that just, it looked like a clean pull like of course it would yeah. hurt but he seemed like he was on that added level of pain and and that's why this was a massive he had to get a bone graft to help him heal from it what yeah danger so, Aaron took a licking in this one see i was thinking Jeez. about this because i'm like when you the, the tooth comes out, it's always so fascinating when you see the tooth out because we are so used to only seeing that like one part of the tooth, but the yep. root makes it look like a completely different beast. Yes. You know what I mean? And that yeah. had a long root. So I was always thinking like if you're pulling horizontally, you know, like you think you'd want to pull vertically to get the right. tooth out clean. So I guess when you that with that much force and power pull horizontally, it's actually going to push back into yes. the gums and could cause some kind of. Ooh, okay that, well that, that tooth looks like the prop from the movie blade like it looks like i i didn't realize teeth could look like right, that. that's what i'm saying yeah, i was even like yeah. back in bum fights when they get rufus the stunt bum or when they pull out one of his tooth you're like that's yeah. the biggest tooth i've ever seen the biggest tooth uh, the biggest tooth nasty yeah. dude yeah it's crazy that the stunt with probably the least um visual like uh the, it has the smallest visual like wow factor is actually like one of the biggest 
damaging things to happen in the movie. I had no idea he had to get a fucking like bone graft yeah. and shit. That's gnarly, man. It's but gnarly. I think like when they when they pop the tooth out and um <laughs> you know there's that moment when it just pops out. You're almost expecting there to be like a an ADR, like added in after the fact sound effect of like a like a or something, there like is, you know, like a Seinfeld, is, like a. Is there? There it is. It looks like it just kind of just fucking came out. No, they make a like, little popping sound like in okay. post for sure, and it's so perfect. It it's the the okay. I think one of the reasons why we think it's such a minor stunt is because the pop is so easy. Go, it's just like. And that's it. It's like a perfect sound. Go back and listen to it. But it makes it sound like it wasn't that big of a deal. And I think that's yeah. why when you find out his whole face was fucked up as a result of it, it's a little bit surprising. Yeah, it's crazy, right? And like you see immediately how much pain he's in, though, because like he's just fucking howling and screaming there. And it, yeah, it looks like nothing, but I can imagine that doesn't feel good. You're having something ripped out of your body that's just like pure calcium and it's just rooted into your fucking <laughs> jaw. Like I can't imagine. But the thing that I love about this is in the setup is the way they really like they used way more string than they needed to because that yeah, Lam- yeah, Lamborghini yeah, yeah, takes yeah, yeah. off and nothing's happening for like a couple of seconds. You think how fast a Lambo can yeah, like, accelerate. Like zero to 60. Like, yeah, that's, so, how long was that rope? <laughs> right. It takes a while and then it goes and it, it was a good call on whoever set that up because they created suspense which was much needed. I think that's what made this so much better. Yeah. You know, you want to see him squirming anticipating the tooth pull because that's the best part, right? No one squirms um, like Danger Aaron squirms. It's yeah. He he has the best anticipation uh, to a stunt of, of anyone, you know, whether it's the shaky legs you got from pin the tail on the donkey or his anticipation in Jackass forever of of the, the bear coming to eat salmon and and uh, and and honey off of his uh, off of his lap. Um, but we didn't mention Pontius is on set. He's the one kind of overseeing this and he's Dr. In his doctor Pontius. Outfit. Dr. Pontius. I, it got me thinking <laughs> the, the, the spinoff of Jackass that we all deserved, but never got was Dr. Pontius of some sort, just like going in there and, and telling people about their woes and how to fix them. That would be, that would be the way to go. His commitment like a so, sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Like his a, commitment level is like, he's <laughs> always thinking ahead. Like he clearly brought that toothbrush that he had <laughs> like he planned this out you know what i mean because he had one fucking yeah. line for the toothbrush i can't even remember what it was but he had the toothbrush and he brought all the way there and it was just like uh, every little detail he, he takes the time to make sure he's doing it right yeah he's a showman for sure unlike yeah. unlike bam in this stunt though like did you guys notice i've never okay like if you told me i got to rip a lambo at top speed to pull my friend's tooth out, I'd be giddy. I'd be laughing. Bam looks like someone just like, like he woke up early and had to move his car to avoid it getting towed. Like he looks unhappy to be there. I'm like, dude, lighten up a little bit. This is, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. He calls Knoxville shit bird. Are we just going around <laughs> calling people shit bird now? Is that like, maybe he just wasn't in a very good mood that I day. Think I think he's a little know. hungover maybe. Yeah. A little hungover, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they succeeded though. You know what? For all things considered, the tooth didn't like break in half or some, you know, like rip part of his gum out. It was pretty clean as bad as it, uh, ended up being at the end. So, uh, I don't know, I guess points for that. It was a, it was a clean pull. looks like a clean pull. And at the end of the day, we got to see, we got to see Aaron with, with a big gap in his smile. And, uh, that's I how think we that, know him, yeah. that's how you know him. Like exactly. So you got that image now. Mission accomplished, guys. What what do you think you would rate this sketch overall, though? What are you going with on this one? Uh, I can I can start on this one. Um, I'm I think that the buildup 
and everything around it. I'm 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 on the fence as to whether this one landed well or again I, I talk about this a lot whether the kind of subdued punchline is part of the joke um but i liked the setup i liked the premise i liked pontius even the fact that bam was miserable kind of added to it i think i actually liked this one more than maybe i initially thought i'm going to go with an 8.5 out of 10 interesting yeah see for me i feel bad kind of giving the score now that i was planning on giving because i didn't know the whole backstory and how much (laughs) effect it actually had but i do have to go with my initial things like it was good it wasn't bad it's like dead smack in the middle of the range. I could do with it. I could do without it. It's a five out of 10. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. And uh, I, I just think that overall, it, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, it didn't have me like laughing out loud, like apple of my ass, which was just like, because of the sheer ridiculousness <laughs> of what that was and like the things that occurred in it that were unexpected. Uh, I, I gave that a higher rating yeah. to this. It was all about the setup for me, getting excited about the setup. It was about the little things they did in production to make it work, like the long string and everything. And it was just well-crafted and well-put together. Um, but I probably wouldn't go, just in the grand scope of the movie, I probably wouldn't go over like a yeah, 6.9 out of 10, I think is probably okay. where I'm going to sit with it. But a good effort all around. Like, it's a solid sketch. It's just like, it's overshadowed by a ton of other good shit. Question movie, question for you guys. I'm good. curious. I'm curious. When you guys are rating these stunts from Jackass 3D specifically, are you rating them on a curve relative to the rest of the movie or a curve relative to the entirety of all of Jackass's stunts? I just rate them mm. to how I feel in the moment. Yeah. Like, I don't He's think about this. Guy. I don't think about that. I'm like, when I talk about it, did I have fun talking about it? Did I feel the vibe? Like, I don't rate it to right before I'm okay. about to rate it. I'm not, no, like, all yeah. technical like you, fucking nerd. <laughs> That's fucking fair, man. I'm okay with that. I, I just think, like, when I rate them, it's sometimes I think of the whole scope of the movie because I want, at the end of this, I want to know, like, when I watch this film, which parts stood out to me the most. So That's more, more relative that. to the movie as opposed to all stunts. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I think I'm actually more all stunts in general because I think the movies are just, they're all really good and I don't want to... I don't want to uh, uh, dock a stunt points just because it was in a movie. If it's mm-hmm. better than some of the stunts I've seen on the TV show, but that's just a little point of clarity. I was just curious about. Fair you guys enough. Got in my fair head, enough. Eh? We, we have what? no rules. We have, uh, we just do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> over here, I guess. Since you guys uh, called out my, my little cloud water, like that, like saying okay. it was milk, you, you've convinced me like psychologically that my water is gross <laughs> and disgusting. And like, I'm taking sips and I'm like, Oh, but it's just straight up yourself. normal water out of the tap with ice. It should be delicious. And like, I just, it's like you guys have like got that in my head. It's tripping me well, out. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd call it delicious. It's water. It's, it's, it's passable. It's not, water's not delicious. Like, is there something wrong with it or is it just, no, I think there is. It looks like Preston Lacey's sweat. That's why they like, <laughs> oh yeah, it does look like that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's no, literally no. what it looks like. Fuck. Oh, I love, I love when Chris gags. It's, it's honestly, I didn't expect 10 that. out of 10. Dude. I rated it 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's all right, man. In one, in one end, out the other, I always say. And so does Bam Margera, apparently, boys, because, uh, hey, looks like, uh, Papa's got a little bit of a pee fetish, if you know what I mean. Uh, so we're, we're peeing on guys now. That's what we're doing. We're peeing, we're on, peeing guys. on guys. What are we doing here, folks? I love this uh, montage. This is like first person shooter dick right here. Uh, <laughs> whip it out. 
you know, equip the PP7 and let's fucking go. The PP7, uh, wow. yo, okay. that is amazing. Yeah. He, I don't know if you guys noticed this, if maybe I'm reading too much into it, but Bab Margera pees as a defense. And what I mean by that is he'll pee on you. He'll pee on you to get the upper hand. But then if you come after him, as Preston does, because he's the first victim of this, he tries to punch Bam in the dick, and Bam's response is, well, fuck it, man. I still got half a bladder. <laughs> I might as well use this. He, he, that's his defense. He doesn't run away. He doesn't fight back. No, he, he fights with his cock. Yeah. And uh, I think eventually if you're, if you're attacking someone and they're peeing on you, you're, you're running away from them. Like if, as yeah. long as they continue to pee, you're like, I'm going to come back at a later time because right now I'm only going to hurt myself. You might've won the battle, but you haven't won the war. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes, indeed. Um, but you're just going to stand there and tr- tr- keep trying to pee on the guy. I mean, like you're putting yourself in grave danger. Well, you I mean, can't balls stop are, you can't stop peeing, right? No. So it's got to come out somewhere. I'm aiming it at the person attacking okay. me. Well, you've never done a cutoff before. You telling me you never had to cut the stream early. Like I can't, uh, I physically emergency? can't cut the stream. Oh, Chris, can you cut the stream? You ever had to cut the stream? I've had to, and it's something that I hope I never have to do again. It's terrible. It's the worst. It's terrible. It's possible. It it's definitely wrong. possible, but it's I, uh, it's not I good. would never even try it. it. That that seems miserable to me. Sometimes, did you guys ever used to do the thing? <laughs> I don't, I'm don't. i just real. I totally forgot I ever used to do this. <laughs> but when you were peeing, you would purposely pinch it off so that it would build up a little bit of like, it would hurt a little, and then you'd let go because it was so satisfying when it would come back out what <laughs> i think that's the most fucked up thing you've ever said what? on a podcast why why would you want to make your beer hurt a little? is this like is this where it's like your safe word developed like what in the actual no fuck? it's not it's not so it wasn't the pain i enjoyed it was it was like it was a relatively small amount of pain but the relief you got when you let it go was like the best. Was it like, sexual wh- in nature, Mikey? Like when no, you no, you can't, you can't pee with a boner. But you know, isn't it feeling- just enough for yeah, you, you to just you definitely pee with a boner? You're not supposed to be able naturally. To. What? What? You're not supposed to be able to pee with a boner. I pee with a boner every morning. That- you just got to push it down. Yeah, you, you just know? like go like four feet back, and you have to like hunch over. Yeah. No, no, it's you do. That- you go on your tippy toes. You you kind of lift the ass into the air. Yeah. You get like a bit of an angle. Physiologically, you're not supposed to. It's supposed to cut off that's not, supposed not to, true at all that's no 100 didn't, didn't read the part of the textbook that said physiologically real men can pee, pee exactly maybe real men yeah. can you're not supposed to be able to it's supposed there. to cut off it's supposed to go to the other the other two um no but it's it was less about the feeling of pain it's like the one of the best feelings in the world is when you have to go tube. pee so bad like you know the feeling where you're like i gotta go i gotta go and then you go the the that's the greatest feeling in the world and okay. you could self-impose that on you by pinching off waiting 10 <laughs> seconds and then going again <laughs> try it out it's fun no, no i don't think i'm, I'm going not, to I'm, not, I'm good all right I'm good. well this is the point in the podcast where i would ask someone to edit this out but i have See, responsibility and i'm leaving it in i don't give a fuck no mikey mikey doesn't pee as a defense he pees as an offense i pee as an that's offense exactly does. i take control yeah. you guys notice that i get maximum the, force the last pee that uh bam did the one on tremaine like that was straight like hungover morning piss it was like fucking oh, ice tea colored yeah. it was oh, so it was funny because like this whole thick, man this some whole of them time, were clear some of them were more yellow Lacey, he pees on Kaiser Lehman, Sose over here. he pees on trip taylor and i was like honestly I, I i had that as a note i said for someone who's probably hung over the time uh, all the time his piss is remarkably clear and then immediately you see jeff's and it is thick oh. it's like a viscous oh, yeah. yellow piss it is gross it's like it's like someone put 
lemon jello in the microwave and then poured it out on someone. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything worse though than the death from above trip taylor when he gets the scream oh. from above like just imagine being rained on with piss yeah. unexpectedly like that because for it's a second you might before. just think you might just think it's raining what? out yeah you know, it's happened to you before yeah when i was in fucking ukraine watching the england swedish game Dude. like i snuck into the england support section and they're fucking pissing on us from the upper we're in the corner thing they're throwing they're throwing fucking beer on us pissing on us at first you're like that's beer and then you're like that was a little too warm the hell oh, was that you felt sprinkles yeah man it was fucked up that's so fucked up. But you were so wow. hyped up in the moment, you just like you literally actually surprisingly yeah. did not care in the slightest bit. Am I on Putin's side now all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it wasn't the Ukrainian friends, it was those oh. fucking Swedes. Oh, uh, okay. Well the Swedes did? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have expected that from them. Everybody right. hates the Brits out there. <laughs> Um, um, th- th- I think my favorite part about this segment, we're not going to give this one a review, uh, just cause it is more of an interstitial, but the best part about it is how, and only jackass can do this. Objectively speaking, we are watching a dude piss on other dudes, but it always devolves into giggling and laughing and friendship. And there's o- only the jackass crew can make pissing on each other like a sentimental loving thing it's the funniest thing everyone's kind of like mad but they're like oh that was a good one man oh shit you pissed right on my face that's fucking great everyone's laughing everyone's having a good time i it it, it made me uh uh not that i'd want to get pissed on but if i'm gonna get pissed on i'd want it to be in this context we're trying the soccer context it's kind of exhilarating yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. kind of exhilarating yeah <laughs> just kind of i guess you know it's the I guess, Chris, that we, we could say you'd be seeing more than one uh, one set of balls at that soccer game. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, like, I want Swedish balls. I've never seen a pair of Swedish, Swedish meatballs. Balls. Swedish meatballs, yeah. Are they different? Can you report? They all, all the guys that were being had extremely small penises. I'm just going to put that out there. So I think okay. those Swede, <laughs> those Swede losers, even they're like tough guy, like, you know, soccer hooligans, small penises. I think we used to have like 0.3 listenership out there, but that's probably not a thing after this episode no, point uh, three was their size yeah say goodbye, yeah. <laughs> say goodbye to that point three chris and i just racing to get there. i know shriveling up and and uh, hiding away for uh for uh, a sunny day but listen guys this next one is it's perfect it's perfect i mean in what situation can we have ape phil and another ape <laughs> two apes in one sketches who who would this is a who would have expected this? I mean, this is this is a fucking treat. I love this. We got Ape and Phil making an appearance in the movie here. They're going back to their hotel room, and uh, you know what better way than to hide Chris Pontius? He's the plant here in the hotel room in full gorilla costume. And not only that, but we've got Will Oldman as well, who is acting as the stereotypical gorilla trainer. And you can, I can just say that to you, and you already know what he's fucking wearing. You know what yeah. he sounds like, what accent he's doing. He's, <laughs> he's that guy. He's dressed like and, Jane's dad from Tarzan. Thank you. And they're in the hotel room, right? They get in there. Bam and Ryan let them in. And then they shut the door, and they're holding it shut. So there's no escape now, because they're on like a top floor here. Even if you wanted to jump out the window as an escape plan, I'm sorry, Phil. You can't fly. It ain't going to happen. Now... This is this is gold because they walk in and a couple seconds later they hear a noise, they look over, and there's this big gorilla, you know, posturing, beating its chest. And I'm kind of not really sure if they're freaking out 
because they think the ape is real at this point, or if they're just concerned that an insane person is in their hotel room <laughs> in a gorilla suit, and uh, I, I, they think they're about to get murdered. I don't think... <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. My okay. whole voice just changed. See, I think... It's because you're drinking all Preston Lacey's sweat. <clears throat> don't even say do that. that don't. Uh. <laughs> Put hair on your chest. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> why the hell do I, can't I talk anymore? That's so weird. Anyways... I don't want it. Like to me, I think they think it's real. And like, I what are you? Okay, I I thought you were gonna take. Okay, no, no, go on, go no, on. Go because on. what they've had real crocodiles in their house. They've had real every different type of animal and shitty situation. When you're in that quick situation, you're not, especially at the jump. After a certain time, maybe things change a little bit. But what in the world would give them the reason to think there wasn't a real gorilla when they've already had a fucking crocodile? inside their kitchen and all these different things. So I think when you pop in, something startles you. You don't have the time to be like, oh, like trying to get the details. You're in and out. Here's the problem. I think okay. maybe the initial, initially they see it and they're like, oh shit. But the setup around it with Will Oldham, who's by the way, a singer songwriter. If you recognize this guy, it's because he was in the, uh, can't tell me nothing music video with Zach Galifianakis. Do you remember that music video? We're like two two country bumpkins on a on a uh, a farm, and it's like can't tell me nothing, and they're acting all gangster. No, no? anyway, no. go look it up; it's very funny. But he's not a good actor, and he's pretending to be an animal control person. And Pontius can only pretend to be a gorilla so much. He's still just a dude in a gorilla suit. Tell me, Ape and Phil haven't seen gorilla suits in real life? They're all over the first three seasons of Jackass. So I agree. Maybe initial reaction, they're like, oh, my God. But look at Ape's face. She's not panicking. And you, if you actually believed this were a gorilla that were, were acting out, you wouldn't let it walk right up to you and then look kind of to the camera of like, oh, should, should we go? She's so clearly acting. This one is so clearly fake. This is I can't, I can't believe this stunt made it into the movie. This one is awful in my mind. I loved it. I, 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 maybe I'm missing something, but like... <laughs> The, I, or maybe I'm missing something. A fucking one of those extra chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I genuinely loved this. It. it made me so happy. I thought it was funny. Did you, did you, did you this one was, Jesus Christ, every fucking time. Have we ever made it through a podcast where you haven't dropped a water glass? Well, I put things on the ground because I, you tell me I can't have them on Don't the table. Don't blame me. You can't blame me for this shit. You're <laughs> dropping water bottles. I am on the other side of the city. <laughs> well it's your fault <laughs> jay are you are you uh uh do you do you side with chris on this one you think this one's real i don't know what to believe because there is a point where ape says in the hallway afterwards i've never seen a gorilla before like she was actually excited to have seen a gorilla there might have been a part of her that thought that they had like a trained gorilla and it wasn't you know mm -hmm. just some wild gorilla and that's why it was she was maybe holding back and was like not scared like she saw the trainer and thought oh okay because she's seen animal experts in all over jackass maybe she thought okay trained gorilla it's not gonna fuck with us but I, I also don't know because you've seen those gorilla suits maybe like on film and the way we see it okay you could mistake it but they're up close with the thing i mean you gotta see you like to. you know some seams or like you could see pontius's eyes underneath the mask i don't know it's it's really hard to know for sure if they were just playing into it i don't know what the fuck's going on all all that I do know is that Phil Margera is not scared of death. This man <laughs> prioritized taking a mean shit <laughs> over 
protecting his wife for one yeah yeah that's hey you <laughs> said i love you said man's defense in. mechanism was peeing phil's is is shitting is shitting apple doesn't fall <laughs> far from the phil so they they come back in the hotel to find him after you know the the you know the whole gags off they've revealed it's Pontius but where's Phil they go back in and he's just shitting there and they bring the camera in and he's like I had to take a mean shit it was coming out like because <laughs> he, he literally was so scared of the grill it scared the shit out of him I I read yeah, it the opposite way I if it literally scared the shit out of you you would have just shit your pants and you would have run yeah. out of the out of the hotel this feels Thank like you. a setup. Or just shit on the floor, you know, yeah. like intimidate the gorilla. Show him this is your territory. You're not scared of him. <laughs> yeah. If you believe it's a real gorilla, shit on the floor and blame it on the fucking gorilla when everyone comes back. There in. you go. Who's going to know? Who's going to know? I, they shit like humans anyway. It's, to me, it's it's less about the conjecturing of of would ape have believed this is real or would Phil have believed it was real. It To me, it's like. You know, Chris, you always say you're like, I can read people. I have a read on people. I can't believe that you watched Ape's reaction and thought that it was real. It was so acted out, so acted out. And we've seen enough of her through Viva La Bam and through rewatching Jackass, I think, to know when she's genuinely upset and genuinely scared as opposed to when she's putting it on because she definitely does that sometimes. And in this, this one to me was like, you guys got zero zero good reaction like zero real authentic reaction and it's all acting it's all fake i'm like this is one of the worst jackass stunts i've ever seen you you're such a you're diabolical there mikey what are you talking about you know me so well that see i'm playing into this fucking thing over here to piss you off but you challenged my own ego and i do have a good fucking read on Uh people so now you said that i have to defend myself and of course i don't fucking think this stupid thing is real i have a way better read on people than this shit but i was trying to have some fucking fun and i couldn't let the world know (laughs) that i did you do that i thought you did that on purpose just just to get me fucking ready i do i knew i knew i would you would have to answer one way or another because you do try to get a rise out of me and i know that and i know you always take a lot of pride in your uncanny ability to read people like the time you had an ultrasound and you asked what was wrong on your ankle and the ultrasound person gave you a reaction and said i read people i know i have cancer in my ankle and you didn't have cancer in your ankle but you were so obsessed with it based on their reaction that's that's the thing i think about most when you when you talk about your ability to read people well maybe i didn't it just went away because i prayed it away <laughs> uh do you guys want to give this one a rating sure sure all right uh, uh jay why don't you start off you haven't uh, haven't started a review in a while uh, all righty uh so the gorilla yeah it's like i said i i'm kind of like i'm with you mikey that i i feel like it you know even if you're scared in the moment and you think for a couple of seconds maybe that's a real fucking gorilla and maybe that's a real trainer eventually you're going to find out but regardless of that, it's still fun. Like, it's still fun to see Bam's parents freaking out. I think it was better when they had the real crocodile, though. Like, that was a way better reaction when Apes in the Kitchen. I think that was the second movie or the first. It was the first movie. Remember. And but I also like, I also notoriously said that I thought that that was, she was putting that reaction on as well. You did, yes. I But regardless of if, if it's real or not, in that sketch, her reaction is better. Yeah. Like, yeah, if yeah, it yeah. is acted, it's way better than here. Here, it, it kind of like... It's on and off. Like they weren't, they were kind of like tired or they like weren't expecting this. And like maybe they knew, oh, this is just bullshit. So I don't have the energy for this, bam. Yeah. I got to take a mean shit. It's already coming out. <laughs> and on that note, have you guys ever had a mean shit like that where you had to like abandon your post in the middle of something important because it was coming out? You ever experienced that? Because I've done that at work. Oh, You're yeah. not supposed to abandon your post at work. 
in, in my line of work, but sometimes you just got to fucking go. Yeah, man. yeah. I've, I've been there for sure. Had you guys I do ever... it before the podcast almost every single yeah, time. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're true. late for the podcast because you shit. It's like uh, Jake, uh, not Jake Allen, uh, Josh Allen, how he throws up before every football yeah. game. Uh, Chris has to diarrhea before every podcast. Every single time. Him. Mikey it's, literally texted me. This is how my text. He goes, all right, it was like we were recording at 11. He's like, it's like 1035. He's like, all right, get your diarrhea out of the way now. <laughs> I did. So you're on time. I swear to God. I did. But I yeah. can't time it. It's not like something I want to do. It just, you know, it, it needs to cut it close to make it feel uh, risky, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we've all been there. Back to the rating. That part alone, the reason I bring it up, was like the best part of the sketch for me is coming back to see Phil yeah. taking a shit in the middle of this crisis situation yeah. is just fucking golden. And that's like a Phil moment. And I'm glad he had his moment in the movie because for me, that was it. Uh, it's not enough to send this over the top and be the best sketch ever. Uh, but I'll give it a five and a half out of ten just for just for Phil making me laugh. I agree with you on that Phil part, Jay, because whether that was staged or not, that had to be thought up. If it was organic, even better. But even the fact that someone actually thought to throw that into there, like, hey, we have this 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 gorilla. They're all scared. This crazy situation. What could make it better? If for some fucking reason we pan back and Phil's just taking a dump as if nothing happened. Like, whoever thought of that, if it was thought about, that still deserves the props because I thought that was comedy gold. Um, I did like it. Like, I, I went back on it, but I did actually like the sketch. I thought it was funny. I'm giving it a 6.9 out of 10. Ooh, yeah, I nice. so if if someone did think, hey, you know, would be funny and pan back and Phil was shitting, that is funny in concept, but that is not jackass. That's not what we should be doing with jackass. I think the whole thing was a setup. I think the 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 whole setup failed. Sometimes you just got to let a stunt go. There's no ironic comedy to this one, even in the sense of like, you know, grass sledding like corn corn sledding for ryan dunn is so bad that maybe you can imagine it being good because it's such a fail this is try hard with no result the acting is poor on behalf of the trainer pontius was fantastic pontius is good pontius's acting is good but uh everything else is bad about this one there's nothing redeeming this is maybe my least favorite jackass stunt i've ever seen this is a zero out of ten wow well i mean you can can say that you're wrong because two people thought it was half decent so no, well, Nana boo boo. Yeah, two Nana boo boo indeed. <laughs> Damn it! You know what? Fuck, uh, I, I thought I had something witty to say, but the Nana Nana boo. It throws people right me. off there. Hey, you know what is funny? I was sitting there at work yesterday, and you know that song, <laughs> Ching Chang, uh, uh, Bang Bang, Walla Walla bang, bang, bang Bang. It was like came into my head. I started singing, then everybody was singing it, and we're like, "What movie was that from?" Rugrats. No, it was. I thought it was like Simpsons. a Disney movie type situation. Simpsons. No, it's just a real song. Yeah, like, no, it was like a, a recording artist song. I thought it had to be tied into some kind of like Disney like cartoon or something along yeah. those lines. It was but. it was featured in the Rugrats movie, but it was a real song prior to that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Just had to drop some knowledge yeah. on my homies. So we all just took a piss break, and I was thinking when I stepped up to the bowl. Did he pinch? Should I fucking try? Should I try the pinch? And I almost <laughs> I almost felt compelled, but I said on the show I wasn't going to do it, so I didn't do it. But then I realized something else, guys. You ever leave a rubber band out in the sun for too long? Yeah. You know, crumbles, loses its elasticity. It's, it doesn't work the same as it used to. What I'm saying here is there might come a time, boys, when we won't have a choice to pinch. Yes, that's true. Because prostates are not forever. They're, they, are, they are definitely not forever. Um, so whether I like it or not, one day. One day the pinch is coming. The pinch, the pinch, the pinch is, is coming for me. 
That's what's happening. And uh, just like this bubble is coming for you, we've got Will the Farter to make another another return appearance here to blow a bubble out his ass. And Wee Man's right there catching snowflakes on the tongue. He's, he's ready. <laughs> Mouth open, looking to the sky. And uh, he pops that bubble with his tongue. Nice touch, Wee Man. Love it. That I wonder hilarious. if the inside smelled like farts. I can only <laughs> or imagine. if it smelled good because bubbles are made of soap. The worst is when you have a stink that's trying to be overpowered by a good smell, but you you, 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 you you can smell it fighting through. So I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to figure be. out how to go into that. It, you know, it's like spraying air freshener, right? Over a bad shit. It just smells like shit in the cinnamon. And that's, yeah. is that better? No. I, and we all know those stinky people that put on too much cologne and it's just the oh, most yeah, off-putting yeah, yeah, thing yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Well, if only you could hide from smells, then Johnny Knoxville would be, <laughs> he'd be golden, my friends. Johnny Knoxville is the invisible man, and he's painted to blend into a rainbow and a tree. So there's this big background they've got, and Knoxville, he fits perfectly. If he stands in the right spot, you almost can't really see him. It's yeah. pretty good camo. I'm Even I'm impressed, but let's see if we can fool a live bull, and that's what we're going to do here. So... This is great because initially the bull comes out and it's not really quite so sure, but then you see Knoxville flinch a little bit and it's it's fucking on. Like he gets his bell rung pretty quickly by this thing. Well, not, you do not see really him. quickly though. That's the thing. Like he like it and it isn't the bull not seeing him. He's painted from the front. And when yeah. so when 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 the camera is perfectly aligned, like him being invisible is for us, not for the bull, which is still good. He's doing his best gotcha. Uh, somebody that I used to know impression if you've ever seen, seen that music video but it's clear the bull can see him the bull just doesn't really care this is the most beta bull I've ever seen in my life it it was seeming like it wasn't going to even hit him at first yeah he's right. definitely the Ferdinand of the bulls he is definitely the Ferdinand <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough I do like it though when he tries to jump over the bull and it takes him in the knees because holy shit it just he's like instant backflip and Oh, the landing. I do not like this part, though. He lands on his neck. Yes. And you never want to see that. He lands um, on his neck. And if ouch. you if you slow it down, the bull kicks him in the head as he's in the air, which which I didn't see until I went back and watched it because I was like, you know, Knoxville lands on on his neck all the time. But it seemed like his bell was wrong worse than usual on this. And it's because as the bull leaves him, it kicks out and hits him straight in the head like this. This was one of the worst concussions, I think, that that Johnny's probably had. Um, and he also, he, he did this one before roller Buffalo eh? on the same day, Oh, even really? though roller Buffalo was, was earlier in the movie. So he did roller Buffalo, like very clearly not in a good headspace, literally. <laughs> oh my God. I just love yeah. how the, 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 the foot mark above the rainbow. Oh my God. Yeah. You're like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he got up there, man. He did a full 360. Yeah. He did the, what's, what's the, uh, the, the long jump, the, the flop, the, the, uh, I you guys. No, oh, sorry, sorry. The, 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 uh, yeah, the high jump. What's the guy's name? You know, who, who a high did, jumper. Yeah, the, yeah, I don't the, know the, the, the Fosbury flop. He like changed the game for for like everyone used to long oh, jump and like okay. try to like move their legs over it. And he's like, no, if I go backwards, and he just changed the game completely. You remember the Mexican get, roll tactic? You had to get the the waiver to do that one. Oh, like jump over and you then do like do a like front a flip kind of thing. That's way yeah. more efficient for me. Remember we were doing high jump in the basement that day and I was able to jump over it with my height. Yeah. You jump, jump up the and then basement. you just kind of, yeah, we're, <laughs> we did weird shit in the basement. This is before cell phones, kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The good old times. We'd like, yeah, we like held up a little blanket and then we'd see, and we kept going up and up and see who could pass it. And yeah, that's, that's why I was doing the Mexican roll. It was sweet. I liked it. Um, ultimately, the 
though, uh, to go back to the stunt quickly, I think that this one falls a little bit flat. It's, you know, it's, it kind of proves that what we're looking for on a bull stunt isn't Johnny Knoxville getting hit really bad. It's something more. There has to be a bit more fun and dressing there. And the invisible man thing is a funny conceit, but it's so hard to live up to the Toro totter, which was in Jackass two. And all I could think of when I'm watching this is like, man, we have a much better version of a bull stunt than uh than this one so i i don't know that this one quite did it for me are, are you guys in the same boat i agree yeah yeah it, it it's short-lived i think the gag is is fun like the whole paint me up and blend in thing was cool it was a nice touch and you're right though like he gets hit it's a nasty hit but unfortunately maybe not as memorable as some of the other bull yeah. stuff like you said which sucks because he got really injured on this one so yeah, doesn't it's that seem to be a theme of this movie? Short. It's like it the things that don't really land yeah. give the worst injuries, and that's yeah. not a good thing for a movie. No, because when you when you look at like you know, I would rate Johnny Knoxville's magic trick one from Jackass Forever with the bull higher than this one because yeah. the impact looks as bad as it actually is, and that makes everything else around it not matter quite as much. So I'm I'm going to go into my review of this one if you guys don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as far as bull stunts go, I mean, we all know Chris doesn't think bulls are uh, a, a staple of jackass. He said that once. He said that many times on this podcast, and it's many strange times. that we keep seeing bulls on this podcast. Um, fake news. <laughs> I'm, I, I still Always. liked it. You know, the image of Johnny as an invisible man standing in front of the painted thing was funny, even though if it was a little bit disjointed from the rest of the stunt. I think give this one, though, a 6.9 out of 10. I think we've seen a lot better bull stuff. Kudos to him, though, for taking a big hit, but I would have liked it to uh to have had a bit more of an impact visually yeah yep uh, that's fair i'll just jump into real quick and say that uh, on this one i'm pretty much with you mikey that it's uh it is what it is like props to knoxville is all i can say like holy shit man you've done so many fucking bull sketches yeah and like he just keeps coming back even when he's already like probably too old to be doing the shit he still does it oh yeah and even if it is not the best bull sketch you got to give him props for doing it because like no one else is stepping up to do that. And holy shit. Ouch. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a solid, um, a solid six out of 10, just cause like, I, I appreciate Knoxville's effort and I like the gag up front, but I, I just wish it was more mem- memorable. Cause I had completely forgotten about this until watching it again. So. True. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to five out of 10 middle across the board. And that's cause you don't like bowls and jackass, right? Chris, that is not true. They don't belong. Oh, I mean, just, I can either. I'm just connecting the dots. I can either deny it. nor confirm these allegations. Oh, okay, okay. Bulls I mean, which is do not belong. Always notoriously uh, a positive answer, right? I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. I that's always. That's always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and only innocent people ever plead the fifth. Of course, that's why it's there to protect your your rights as a human being. <laughs> um, I it's well, Jay, just just to touch on one quick thing you mentioned in your review. You're like, you know, and maybe he's yeah. he's a bit too old to be doing bull stunts, like even to this day. It's wild to think that when this movie came out, people were already thinking, you know, the jackass crew are too old to be doing this shit. Yeah. And then 10 years <laughs> after that, they do it again. It was that's wild. Yeah, you're right. I totally forgot that because it has been overshadowed by forever where you're right. That was the conversation. Like yep. they're doing another one. Like nobody believes yes, it. Exactly. Thought, Holy shit. This has got to be the last one for sure. But yeah, yep. you know, when you watch it back, you're not even thinking of that anymore. Right. No. Like I wasn't. Yeah. 
it's it's they look young by comparison by to what, comparison, how we know yeah. them now exactly yeah yeah anyways uh chris this next one i guess you could say the <laughs> enemy of my enemy is also my enemy uh we got to get bam into a pit of snakes asap um and that's what we're gonna do and i i remembered Early on, I was wondering when this was going to come up because I remember they did this to Bam. And I think we talked about this in the podcast. We thought it was happening in like Jackass 1 or 2, but it's here. Yep. This is the false floor that they're going to fill. It's an 11-foot pit. <laughs> it's deep. So he's not going to be able to get out, and they're filling it with rubber snakes. Okay, easy enough. That'll give him a good you know, spook when he falls in there. Um but the thing that Bam doesn't know is once he's in there, they're going to load that motherfucker up with real snakes. So I love that there's layers here because like an ogre, it uh, it's one of the, the greatest movies of all time. One of the greatest cinematic experiences of all time. Can we can we say that? Hey, I, shout out to my Shrek heads. Huh? <laughs> yeah? Like an my ogre. My Shrek heads out there. Yeah. There are many. They are, they are, they are many for sure. Yeah. What was I talking about? I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I think I'm going to get right into pit. things because this is just... Okay, okay. Go for it, Chris. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Before you do, can I say one more thing? Is, is one it about thing. Shrek? Not anymore. Okay. Um, the setup for this is that Bam was going to do another yeah. Rocky, right? Yeah, on Jeff And Tremaine. this is kind of like karma because he's been fucking everybody up with these like you know cheap shots. To see him fall in... A little bit of justice there. I totally actually felt agree. good. I totally agree with you on that. Not Chris, please it, it, jump in. That, take it's, it away. That's that's like taking it like you know from a one to a ten. Like this is especially knowing this is those fears. If that happened to me and it was fake snakes, and they never even added the snakes, that would be enough to like break me mentally completely. <laughs> then you start throwing it. You finally are like <clears throat> dealing <clears throat> dealing with that relief. Like it's no wonder Bam is an alcoholic. Like if this happened to me, I would be no. I would be mainlining speedballs right into the fucking veins, <laughs> I, just to get rid of this trauma. Like this is so fucked. I would just become a heroin addict. Like I don't care about this because uh, and for him to get out of it, I, yeah. I would have immediately knocked the fuck out of Knoxville. Like I would be hitting everybody except for Dunn, who when he pulls him up, Dunn was this is how this is how bad you know it was. Dunn wasn't laughing and he seemed very sad and he was just like. Like, bam, I'm really sorry about this. You know, like we had to do it. Like he was very, his cadence was completely off because he knew this was, this was crossing the line. Dunn was stoic as fuck. He comes after like, like Bam looks up at the camera and says, don't do this to me with tears in his eyes. It's the most desperate thing I've ever heard on a jackass set. Uh, and Dunn comes in so stoic and just reaches his, his, in my mind, it's like the Carl Weathers or Arnold Schwarzenegger arm from Predator when they, when they do that power, that power <laughs> high five, just this strong manly arm lifting him up with one hand. He's smoking a cigarette in his other <laughs> lifts Bam out. Like what a knight in shining armor, uh, Ryan Dunn was in this moment, but he's not, I don't agree fully with you, Chris, because he ends up, I'm pretty sure it's him. He ends up throwing a rubber snake on Bam later. So he's, he's still kind of in on the idea that like, this is a stunt. We're here to get a reaction. He he just kind of had it in his mind. He's like, okay, Bam's not reacting anymore. The stunt's over. Let's get him out of here because now this is just trauma. Yeah, you, yeah. if you go back and look at it, you'll see the way he apologized right when he pulls him out. Like, it it was the most like genuine thing I've seen. It was genuine. No, he definitely felt it, but he wasn't. I don't think he regretted having done it to Bam because he's I the one he who. Did. 
Chris, I know, I know that you said that you think that this was a step too far. And at first that was my reaction, especially when Bam is doing the desperate, like we've seen how bad snakes affect him. And I don't love the idea of fucking with phobias. It just seems like it's a little bit out there, but you also mentioned Chris earlier in, in, uh, uh, this movie that Bam is the, the, the pranks that he's pulling behind the scenes are kind of crossing a line as well. Like this, I'm thinking in particular, the one with the medicine ball where he smacks Novak in the face. It's like, that isn't funny. That's just abusive. And kind of the Rocky is the same thing. The one mm. that's kind of funny is the pissing, but even that is sort of lacking in imagination. Bam's been a shithead behind the scenes and he's been miserable on set for some of the stunts. This one feels like, Hey dude, you, you're, if you're going to be here and you're going to be fucking around, guess what? You're about to find out like this is, this is, this is part of playing the game yeah. and you got to pay the toll now. Oh, yeah, that's why I, I kind of have to game. agree. That's why that's I, I play, play the game. The game. No, but that's true though. Like you, you wouldn't deserve it, but he, you also wouldn't be going around throwing water and punching people in the face and hitting people with medicine balls. He has. So I'm like, you know what the, you have, we have a panic button that we can use against you and we're going to use it because you've earned it now. Uh, Yeah. It's just so hard. Just it's the fear of this is so real. Like I can't justify anything even coming remotely close to that. Like it's, (laughs) it's just not like, there's nothing you can say that makes me like understand that this is okay. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because because you're a fucking snake pit, not one snake. It's not the cobra in the first one where he's able to like (laughs) finesse his way out. This is everybody with snakes biggest fears when they clump together and you're sitting Uh there like like it was like how like Ragnar fucking Lothbrok died in fucking um, Vikings. Spoiler. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, speaking of snakes and snake experts. Uh, which you seem to be one, Chris, um, uh, that, that sounded sarcastic. It wasn't, but do you guys recognize the snake expert on set for this stunt? Yeah. Isn't it uh, Carl Weathers or whatever his name it's is? It's not. David it's Weathers. someone different. His name is Jules Sylvester, Sylvester, a young Jules Sylvester. The last time we saw him was silence of the lambs. He was the one who brought the snake on. No, set. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Same oh, guy. Shit. Well, I'm glad to see they keep giving these people their gigs after all these times. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel, no, I feel like there's, there's an awkward moment though at the end of this stunt when it's like, okay, Bam's <laughs> Bam's out of the snake pit. The snake pit still exists. There are a bunch of snakes in there. It would be like cleaning up after a bukkake. Like the fun is, has been had and now someone just has to get down and dirty. And like, what is the process of cleaning up a snake pit? How do you get them out? Someone has to do like the dirty work of passing it up an 11 foot th- like that's that's a yep. that's a process that's got to suck long stick like why do snakes like why aren't they mad when they're just like chilling on top of each other they're like different they're like different races of snakes too it's not even like they're like <laughs> it's not like they're all bow constrictors they're like oh you're like my brother they're like you're like fucking 80 times my size you got fangs like you're fucking yellow and weird colored you're like, like why don't why do they get along like you i don't heard understand it, it. From Chris. they always Chris just want to be around close fucking to yellow orgies fuck that yeah. shit they're sketchy, bro. We could learn a, a couple things about about snakes. Um, Jay, anything else to say about this one? No, you guys pretty much hit it. Uh, I would leave Snake Pit with a solid. Uh, oh, it's hard to watch because it's you feel bad for him a little bit, I guess. But you you kind of had it coming. The, you know, Mikey already said it, but yeah, it, it's tough to uh, it's tough to go higher for me just personally on this one than like a seven out of 10, because like the setup is really good and they are fucking with bam. And I think like a certain part of the crowd is going to hate that they're fucking with bam. And then you have the other side of the crowd and I'm talking about the audience 
um, that feels like, fuck yeah, like he deserved that. Like, I do feel like it's split because it de- it's all dependent on how big of a fan you are of Bam yeah. Margera, I think, uh, whether you're going to take his side or not. And for that, it's kind of polarizing. Um, and that, I think that's actually pretty interesting in its own right. But overall, like seeing him cry on camera, it's not like, I think Knoxville thought that was going to be fun and this awesome moment, but it is kind of just sad. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel very good for some reason. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to sit at seven out of 10 cause it is a big moment in the movie for sure. Um, but yeah, that's where yeah. I stand. Chris, what about you? So I'm going really high, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, this is as memorable as sketches in Jackass are for me. This is one that will never be out of my mind. I always think about the, the, I, you know, ultimately we're watching prank TV. We're watching these things and I have to take my own biases out because I don't want to be in it. But I think it actually adds to my excitement. When I, when I saw this one coming up, it's like, you know, it's like when you're watching a scary movie, but you're like covering your eyes, but you're looking between your fingers. Like I, I wanted to, I, I was, my excitement level rose up because I know how much emotion this evokes out of me, you know, seeing him down there and seeing all these things. And then even just the after effects when he's, he's being a pretty fucking good sport about it, you know? So he's like sitting there and he's like, he's like man, I just want to yeah. fucking book a ticket out of here. Like he's like, he's doing that, but he's like, everyone's laughing and he's kind of laughing, even though he's still kind of crying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I have to give him credit because I would not be, I would, I, that would be my end of the, I would never be friends with any of those people ever again. And I'd probably be in jail because I'd be beating the fuck out of them all. But all, all in all, this is a powerful sketch. It had the bait and switch. It had emotion. It had it all. I'm going with a nine out of 10. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I think I'm, I'm, I align more with Jay on this one. You know, I'm happy that Bam God has come up and I love the setup. I know that we're watching a prank show, but ultimately we're watching Jackass to have fun. And the reaction, as Jay said, with Bam crying isn't fun. And Johnny's reaction to Bam not reacting isn't fun either. You can tell Johnny's like, all right i guess we're taking this seriously now fuck me we're on a jackass set and i side with johnny on that but ultimately i'm not watching a jackass stunt to be taken out of the moment and think oh shit this jackass stunt is or is not working i don't want to analyze it on this meta level and because it doesn't let you sit in the pocket and either enjoy the awkwardness or laugh at the comedy around it because it's kind of removing you and you're watching it from like the outside questioning whether it's good or bad that's not what i'm here for a jackass one for Uh, i'm gonna give it a seven because i don't think it's anyone's fault it's just didn't get the reaction that 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 i wanted it to get fair enough no and i see where you're coming from man it's 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 too bad that the like i don't know how to react to not react, but how to feel, I guess, about when you see Bam Margera in distress like that. It <laughs> is very confusing, isn't it? Like, yeah. don't you just feel conflicted? You're kind of like, well, he deserves it, but this is a grown man crying over snakes. And like, just, it's, it's it, like it, when, it, when, when the bully gets his comeuppance and cries and you're like, well, of yeah. course the bully's going to cry Plus because we're using comeuppance. Who the hell comeuppance. <laughs> It's 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 the first time I'm like, like, did I hear that correctly? And you use yeah, it like three you times. Just, <laughs> you get your just desserts, you know? It's like it's of course the bully's gonna cry because bullies are bullies because they're flawed and self-conscious. So you see the reaction and it just never feels like what you want it to feel like. You're like, oh, there's a human crying now. Right, I understand why they're assholes. Still they were assholes, but it never feels good 
to see them in that I state. I love you know? seeing them in that state. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay, to be yeah. honest, I really do. It's, the no, more no, they I, cry I, and the more yeah. they're broken, the better. Because you know what? Fuck you. You ruin people's <laughs> lives, you dick. I guess there's levels of bully though. You know, Bam is a little shithead who crosses the line sometimes. I'm talking more that as opposed yeah, to yeah. a bully that's ruining kids' lives. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, there's nothing that could cheer you up more than heading out to the old <laughs> ball game. Yes, America's pastime. Two balls and one strike here, boys. Yeah, I don't know what you think, but I think that's the count on the baseball cock with Chris Pontius. Uh, this is a great interstitial because for two reasons. Uh, yes, we are going to... <laughs> We're going to try to bat a baseball with uh, Chris Pontius's magnificent penis, but not only that, but we got a sensor bar over the, over his dick, which <laughs> when you see it in the movie, you're like, wait a minute, we're censoring yeah, stuff yeah, now yeah, yeah. this far into the movie. Why? Why? We've seen his dick already. Like what's happening? Yeah. yeah. And I love that it's a poorly timed sensor yes. bar that just can't keep up with the swing of the cock. All of this, by the way, in slow motion, just to add to the effect and to the tune yeah. of Talking Baseball by Terry Cashman as well. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Uh, the, the elation on everyone's face when Pontius makes contact with, I think it's the ping pong ball, and he hits it. You could tell they've been there trying for a while. And everyone with their friends has had these weird like, hey, I wonder if we can do X with Y. And, and you're trying it and you get it and you're all ecstatic. It's just that in this context, it's like three grown men trying to hit a ball with their dick the the biggest takeaway from yeah. this one is when pontius swings his dick and it hits the ball his dick comes back and smacks his leg and ripples there's a ripple across his <laughs> leg that's how powerful chris pontius's dick is it is mesmerizing uh it's definitely a good um yeah. amuse bouche after the last one yeah 100 percent. yeah good good little palate cleanse and before we move on from this amuse-bouche, I do got to say that uh, why, why it's always Chris Pontius that he's like the first one in line for penis stunts. I don't know if anyone else is lining up, but think about it. Like you had the ping pong paddle in forever. Uh -huh. uh, you got this, you got the big Godzilla monster. It's like anytime it's like, we need a stunt penis. Who's it going to, who's it going to be? It's him. And I don't know why it couldn't be anyone else. Well, I think I he's mean, just the most confident about his size probably. Yeah, I mean, if you if you got fucking plastic tools, wooden tools, or metal tools, which one are you going to fucking use? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm using a big flesh tool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one sitting, sitting like no, no girl sitting there with her like dildo collection, being like, I got nine, I got eight, I got seven. I'm going to go three today. <laughs> or well, maybe they boys. do. I don't know. Or maybe I have no knows, fucking yeah, idea. Honest, thinking smart. about this, thinking about this next sketch has given me a metal tool right now. Uh, <laughs> I can hardly contain my excitement for what is to come. You know, our friend Steve-O, it's said that he hates roller coasters. He hates bungee jumping. But what if we combine those two things <laughs> into some sort of like a, a, a poo coaster? No, wait, that... That's mm. not a good enough name for this. Wait, we've been in this territory before, boys. Yeah. Let me think back for a second. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Episode one episode of the Jackass podcast. We reviewed a little stunt at the very end of the episode by the name of the poo cocktail. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a bungee cord involved this time. Well, then let's call this one the poo cocktail supreme. And Knoxville's not taking the hit this time because it was Knoxville in the yep. original. 
Steve O's going to ride the ride. And guys, this is, as they say in the film, 10 years ago to the day from the last poo cocktail, Mm -hmm. which is poetic in a way. It is poetic. They made it this far. Yeah. And God damn, guys. I, what are you feeling at the setup of this one? I'm excited and I'm weirdly sentimental, which is wild because we're talking about a guy who's about to get covered in shit. And Johnny's clearly sentimental as well. He, he comes up with like a, like a passing of the torch to Steve-O. It's like 10 years ago to this day, I did the same goddamn thing as you were doing. <laughs> and Steve-O is, uh, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of Steve-O's attitude with this one? He's not excited. Not at all. As he rightfully should not be, right? I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be either, I mean, but mostly because like, the inertia, not for other reasons. Well, that's the funny uh, thing is, is, is you're talking about a guy who's about to get like covered in shit. And the thing that's bothering him the most is that he's going to be bungee jumping and he's going to be claustrophobic <laughs> in the, in the, in the porta potty. Like he would have been just as pissed off to do this one. If you just kept the, uh, the porta potty and tipped it upside down and hung it by a string. Like that's it. It's, it's those concepts that are pissing him off. Not the shit covered. But, but I get Jay, yeah. to your point. Like, yes, of course he's not excited about this, but Steve O's known for his showmanship or he should be. And there's zero showmanship here. And Johnny looks like he's frustrated at times. He's trying to like bring out a reaction in Steve O. And this, this also speaks to what we saw with Bam Margera in the, in the last stunt. Johnny's there like, guys, the, the hard part's over. You, you did the, the worst part of it. Give us the reaction so we can sell this and have some fun with it. Like Johnny would. And Johnny always does, unless he gets a golf ball to the throat. And and I did sense some frustration on set from Johnny because he's like, "What the fuck is going on, guys? We're we're you're upset, but now you have to sell it, and you're not doing that." So yeah, I mean, when you come in on this one uh, before we do the launch, just for the listener as well, when you're looking at this apparatus, because I didn't really describe it, you got two large beams planted into the ground and between it the bungee cord is actually holding the porta potty to the ground yeah. and when they re- pull the release it's going to shoot straight up into the air yes. so if, in case you forgot how this works um but yeah the thing with this is that obviously everyone's tense there's a lot of tension in the air before he gets in there thank god you got a good buddy on set who can just tell you to relax and enjoy your shit says chris <laughs> Pontius. just relax and enjoy your shit like it is no big deal he's trying to diffuse the situation because i think he sees what might he's talking about yeah. that it's not a good vibe on set right now and we need someone to just get a laugh did, and, you, did uh, you get the sense jay that he was that pontius was also a bit frustrated with steve though possibly I, i'm not sure i'm not sure if I, I read into it that much or not but it could be uh, it's hard to say yeah Do you i think i read i read that but again maybe i was just assuming too much do you think like if it, the roles were reversed, Pontius would be all smiles, ready to go up in there? Or do you think he'd be like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I'm doing this. But tough, to tough to shit. say with Pontius because you know? Pontius isn't a stuntman and he says that a lot and he gets scared before he does stunts a lot. But if it were Johnny mm. or if it were Danger Aaron, I think we would have had better pre reactions to to this one for sure. All right. Well, Chris, where are you sitting on this one so far before we, uh, you know, three two, one blast off this? Yeah, I, I'm quiet because I just. This never has done it for me. This is one of those ones that are like out of all the big blockbuster type stunts. This is my least favorite one. You know, it really does oh, really? not. I don't. I just don't have much to say. It's like okay, he gets in, does it. The you know, he, you know, we we're taught we haven't got to the blast off part yet, but there's funny parts that has to do with that. But it just, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I can't really explain why. It's kind of why I'm quiet. I don't know what to really say about it other than the fact that I'm. It just doesn't 
doesn't do it for me. Do you do wow. you think you would I'm have reacted better to it if? Because I honestly, Jay, I'm kind of in the same boat as Chris. This one always okay. For, I, I, mm. I said this when we first started going into Jackass 3D. I watched this movie for the first time in theaters when I was very hungover, and I almost threw up <laughs> when I saw <laughs> the Pooh Cocktail Supreme. But even then, I always remembered it as just kind of like a. I don't know if it's a trying too hard or maybe it is just the fact that it's this big showy thing with no yeah. proper reaction. And, and maybe like, Chris, do you think that if Steve-O were more game for it and were selling it a bit more and if the vibe on set were a bit better, you may have liked it more? Or is it just as a concept, this one was never going to work for you? Uh, no, I, I like this could use anything more, to be honest. So, yeah, obviously, if he's if he, yeah, I, I don't know if you, if you had the best performance, even if it would really reach a high level for me. Um, but we definitely need more out of Stebo here. We need, I think, we needed more of a an, a story arc or a build up or yeah. something yeah, along yeah, those yeah, lines yeah. because yeah. it's just it's very yeah. okay. This is what it is, and it and it happens. And I don't think the payoff was great. I'm I'm not a big poo fan. It kind of grosses me out. So it's not like well, especially if, if it yeah, was like. This. Come, I think I would be laughing a lot, or even like fake. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that would be that awesome. would be so much worse. <laughs> well, Jay, why don't you uh, why don't you walk us through what happens and then give us your impressions of the stunt? I'm curious to hear because it seems like you're a little surprised by our opinions on this. Yeah, one. no, I'm actually shocked because this is one of the things everybody was talking about. Like they even fucking parodied this by taking the footage and making it look like Britney Spears was going in there on like a late night sketch. Yes. They did. Um, I remember that. So it was clearly in the zeitgeist. People were talking about the poo cocktail supreme because it's such an outrageous idea. And props to them for thinking of one idea that they could have just moved past. It was from season one of all yeah. things. Yeah, just never talked about again. And they found a way to augment it and make it like this monstrosity. And I, I got to give them props for that. Whether you like the look of what's to come or not, and the sounds as well. Like I want to talk about the sounds <laughs> as well. Um, it's. I think you got to give them props for the ingenuity here because like, just look at what they did. Like at the time, I remember this being a really popular clip on YouTube of seeing people not ride at Pukak's <laughs> Cocktail Supreme, mind you, but you know, those uh, theme park rides where it's the same thing oh, where you yeah, sit in yeah, the chair yeah. and they bungee you. I remember that being like popular around the time where they do clips of people's reactions on YouTube yep, of screaming sure. and the zero G and all that shit. Um, so like, the fact that they put two and two together and made this thing, I think, is is impressive. But anyway, he gets in the porta potty, right? He's in there. They shut the door, and you can see he's just trying to control his breathing. He's a, he's a little nervous here, but when they send this thing off, they do the countdown. Someone pulls the release, and up it goes. Nothing's happening initially because if you understand physics, everything's. <laughs> As you move upwards, everything's straight down to the ground. It's not until we hit that peak until you see something happen from inside. Steve-O opens his mouth because naturally you would. <laughs> you can't control this because when, if you've ever been on that type of ride, when you feel your stomach drop out, it's almost just like a automatic reaction to gasp for air. Like, <gasps> and that's when the shit comes yeah. out. So there's yeah. this beautiful moment where there's pieces of shit flying up, <laughs> rising from the dead. And... I can't imagine how much of that juice and stuff must have went into his mouth. So much. I think before they did this, they had to vaccinate him like against pretty much everything you could. Well, they they have to because I remember in the, in the original poo cocktail, yeah, Johnny had to call the doctor and be like, "What do I have to be worried about?" And they're like, "Don't open your mouth, earplugs, nose plugs, <laughs> all that stuff." There's only yeah. so much you can do because you're right, Jay. You cannot not react when you're at a certain point in this. 
Uh, the poo is everywhere, and it's, it's everywhere. weirdly beautiful in a way. It's like yeah. floating and, yeah. and mesmerizing. It's like you're seeing I, things my way. I, like I feel this. like right. I feel like this one would have looked really good in 3D. This would have been a proper oh use of 3D as well. And I I don't remember <sighs> off the top of my head because I think I was squirming in my seat when I was watching it. But yeah, yeah, and it is gross. I'm not gonna say it's not. Like there's it's liquid. It's solid pieces. You're seeing corns fly by. <laughs> you're you can tell that this was not one human either. Like when they there's a a shot of the camera. I don't know if it's it's probably not human shit that they used, but whatever they used, it's like. It's a variety pack, boys. This is a surprise <laughs> bag. You're going to open that up and there's going to be all sorts of treats and delicacies in there that uh, you didn't ask for. And I got to tell you, though, the sound, I wanted to talk about oh, that yeah. because there's the quiet of just a man rising up and the whooshing sounds of the wind. But it's when when the slooshing starts happening, you can hear the water start to move as the acceleration oh, my comes God. down. And there's just sounds of like turds hitting plastic, <laughs> rebounding. Thunks. Yeah. Funks and Steve-O just kind of like gasping for air, but it's strangely quiet in a way. It is. You notice that? It, it is. I think it's because everyone, yeah. well, one thing on set is they didn't have an engineer to figure out what could go wrong. It's basically just two cranes and elastics. So, so much could have gone wrong with this. They, they couldn't really do a proper test. I don't think they did a test, which is why no one expected the rain down of shit and, and piss. Right. To come from this porta potty when it happened, it started to rain down on everyone on set, which was an unexpected and I think kind of welcome addition to to the stunt because it was it was hilarious to see everyone running for their fucking lives and vomiting and getting rained on with piss and shit. Yeah. Um, but I think some of the silence was probably like uh, holding your breath, hoping that Steve-O doesn't fucking fly off into space. <laughs> in right. Porta potty. Oh, okay. I could you imagine then just orbiting the Earth in zero G with all that shit flying around? Ugh. You? Nightmare situation. Oh yeah. my God, guys. But the, the one thing that kind of stuck out to me is when you're hearing the sounds of the turds rebounding off the plastic casing, it's kind of like, it starts off slow. Kind of like if you're driving into a rainstorm and you get a few <laughs> drops on the windshield and then suddenly it just <laughs> it gets louder and louder. And those pings go from one, you know, one or two every, every second to like a hundred at a time. And it's just chaos. In yeah. There. You're, you're in the heart of a hailstorm at that point. You are a shit hailstorm. And when he finally, the thing is like, it's not just like up and down, it's a bungee cord. So he's got a, a, an initial ride, but it's like every time he comes back down to the bottom, he's going back up for yeah. another trip. So he's basically just got to sit there and allow himself to be covered in wave after wave until they it's safe enough to stop the thing and pull him down, which takes a little while. It and does. I can understand at this point why you guys are feeling sick because you're just sitting there watching it and... Yeah, it's pretty gross. And then it's um, funny because when he's when he's on the ground, he's covered yeah. in shit. Because he said he's like, you have to get me down. You have to open the door as quick as possible. Because not only is he afraid of a bungee cord, he's afraid of claustrophobia. So like he's claustrophobic as well. So they open mm -hmm. up the door, but then they realize it's just it's a mess in there. It is oh it is a crime scene in there, and he's in the middle of it. And no one's willing to get dirty and undo his buckles because he's strapped in there. Except for our fucking knight in shining armor, Ryan Dunn comes back again. <laughs> braves the smell braves the stench fucking carl weathers arm sticks into that porta potty and unlatches yeah. the the safety oh. thing um uh yeah yeah 
Yeah, from like outside the frame of the door too, like arm yes. extended in, like I ain't going in there, but I'll help you out kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, when Steve-O gets out, I mean, you know what happens next. The fucking chase is on, boys. He's running after everybody. And like the smell alone of that porta potty had to be enough when they opened the door. Imagine having like this poopy man just running across the field at you. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he had it in him to do it. He does, you know, puke as he is ought to do at this well, point. Well, he was but. probably just so happy to be on the ground. Yeah. He's he's probably probably Dude. I you know you, you your instinct would be to kiss the ground, but that ground is now filled with piss and shit, so probably not the best call to make. So there you go. There you have it. The Poo Cocktail Supreme. I don't have anything witty or clever to say about it, but I like when Pontius summed it up and said that stunt was was incredible. It had danger, it had shit, it had puke, it had sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Pontius line. Put a button on it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Jay, why don't you put a button on this one? Uh, you seem like the most eager of us. Why don't you lead us off with your review of this one? Well, before you guys bungee off this mountain, I'm going to stand at the peak and give it a solid 9 out of 10 because I think I just can't. Like, at the start of this podcast, we established that I like this kind of shit. I think this is a good poo sketch. It's like the ultimate poo sketch. Now, Jay, why not a 10 out of 10? Well... Like I've said it once and I'll say it again. It's not, it. it's, there's better things to me personally that had me laughing like belly laughs. This didn't really get a belly laugh out of me. It was more, mostly just, ugh, gross. And yeah. like intrigue at the things that happen when you send a man on a bungee cord in a porta potty into the sky. You know, it's never been done before. So it's, it's, it's like being a kid again. You know, you get to experience something for the first time. Um, second time through, I still enjoyed it, but. Nine out of ten, I think, is good. Just I, for the ingenuity alone of for thinking sure. of this fucking contraption is is something. So uh, yeah, let's send the movie off on a high note before these two motherfuckers come in and stomp all over it. Here we go, Chris. Why don't Why don't you go? I think I'm probably going to be in the middle of the two of you, so I'll go last. Um, I was gonna go like low, low, just because it, like I said, it doesn't really do it for me. But I'm not gonna lie, Jay, your breakdown of this and the details that you put into it actually made me see. <clears throat> My talking is really weird today. <clears throat> Made me see the light quite a bit. All choked up. I'm not emotional or anything, but um, <laughs> I actually did appreciate a lot of the aspects you said with the sound and all these little things I wasn't thinking about. So I'm not because I was going to go like four out of ten. I think I'm going to go a six out of ten. Wow. Okay. Still pretty low. I'm. Then. I'm definitely higher than that. Uh, I think my first time through, I would have given it probably closer to a six because it made me sick, and I I just wanted to be done with it. But I love the spectacle. I think from a from the state of spectacle and like hodgepodge throwing together of as many assets that you can get on set. This one gave me the vibe not of like a jackass movie stunt, but like belt sander vibe where it's like let's just throw something together and hope it works like this is held together with fucking duct tape i wouldn't be surprised if they use duct tape at some point in this one so i like that it was like it very much was a return to the to to roots uh of of just putting a stunt together with a little bit more of a budget than we'd have as as friends grouped up the one thing that i just can't get over is steve-o's reaction as the as the the prime person in this one he should have been a he should have given us something more fun to watch but everyone else's reaction on sets you know when it starts raining down and everyone's vomiting and everyone's laughing at the fact that they didn't expect this to happen it gave me a lot to to enjoy about it i'm going to give this one an eight out of ten um uh and i honestly if steve-o were more game i would have given it probably closer to a nine maybe even a nine and a half because i think it would have squeezed so much more out of this one 
Wow. Hey, you know, I'm actually impressed uh, by you guys with that because I was expecting the worst when we started this. I was thinking you were going down to like two and three no, territory. No, 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 no. For some reason, I was expecting the worst. But no, that's good. I think like, yeah, I see I see your point on it too. That, that uh, It's not for everybody and it's going to turn your stomach a little bit too on top of everything else. So it's it's uh, might be a hard one to love, but man, was it ever an experiment that I'm glad they fucking did and ended the movie with rightfully <laughs> so because I think... You could argue there might have been something better they could have put in this place. I'm sure, I'm sure you could have, but I think it's a solid ending. And we've seen um, on and off, usually not with the movies, but with the TV shows, sometimes they end on kind of a yeah. low note. And it's like, why'd they go with that? Yeah, I think this was sure. a solid closer. Uh, it left an impression on people for sure. And uh, yeah, as I said, that actually closed closes the movie for us with the exception of you got to have the ceremonial you know, a uh, whole crew gets together to do one last big thing for you. And this is it. I love the setup though. They're just in a room and you can tell it's a set and that something's about to go down because anytime you see these like nicely painted bookshelf in the background, mm-hmm. lounge chair, you know, oh, okay. So this is going to get fucking destroyed. They're all standing around a plunger, like a, not a toilet plunger, but the kind that you've set off a big cartoon explosion yeah. with. And, um, Knoxville says something sucky is going to happen when I push this plunger. Would you guys rather listen to Steve-O's rap album? Everybody starts cringing. <laughs> or should I push the plunger? And within seconds, everyone's like, no, just push it. Just push it. Which is a good touch. Yeah, nice little dig on Steve-O there. It is. And, and when he pushes it, initially nothing happens. And right. I, I, you know, I, I talked about how I believed that the gorilla was a setup in this. I f- firmly believe that no one, for the first time that Johnny pushed that plunger, because I think they filmed this scene a few times for the first time he filmed it. I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen. And I think they were all anticipating it because like Dave Englund's yeah. reaction is like, what the fuck? Like he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's in his head. Maybe Johnny knew, but I think a lot of people on set didn't know whether it was going to be a big explosion or a uh, MacGuffin who knows, but that did add a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, appeal yeah. to this one too. We got some good reactions. Oh, totally. Yeah. He gives it a little kick and then you get the real fucking explosion. Now, before we talk about what happens here and we will, I got to ask you guys, cause it came up and I don't think we've ever talked about it as far as I know on the podcast. Have you heard Steve-O's rap album? What do you think of that? And I know it was a rocky period of his life. We all know that he was doing a lot of shit and he was on a lot of shit when he recorded it. Have you ever seen the behind the scenes I Either. haven't. I should ask that as well. We okay. made, I, don't, we I didn't even to... think his, the, the actual album ever came out. I think it got shelved. Like maybe there's like oh, a song. Yeah, I'm like 95% sure. Because I've heard a song about him. I don't know the name. It was so long ago, but it was about him smoking crack or something. And it's there's like, it might even be just a music video of the song, but there's like, I've seen footage of him in the studio recording the vocals for this. And you can see how fucked up he is. It's pretty, it's pretty, there, it's no, not it's, a good it's, sight. It's out, by the way. You can oh, find really? it on, uh, oh, you can okay, find I gotta it check it out. Because even around this time, so, too, he, when he wanted to be a rapper, there was like, G Unit was doing like their like mixtape series, G Unit Radio. And they would always have like guest hosts. They have like LeBron James or whoever. And then Steve O guest hosted one. And it was, there was a, <laughs> there was a pretty bad sketch where they're like, Steve was like, I'm the most dangerous, you know, I'm in the most dangerous people. Da, da, da. And they're like, we got a big prank for you, Steve-O. Say the N-word in front of us. <laughs> yeah, try to find that clip. It's very interesting. Ugh, yikes. Yeah, we may have to revisit Ooh. that on the podcast at some point. 
Yeah, man. But yeah, I don't know. Like it was so long ago that I saw that footage of him recording in the studio and I'm sure it's something he doesn't ever want to talk about or bring up or bring attention to. No, he's, he's talked him. about it on his YouTube channel before. And so on his podcast. Really, and he wants to yeah, do a right. redemption album, a rap redemption album. So whenever he has rappers okay. on his podcast, he's like putting Fuck. up the feelers. Like, would you guys do a track with me? Yeah, Steve-O owns shit, his past man. quite quite a bit, yeah. and he's he's always willing him. to bring it to light and kind of like recontextualize it. Okay, that that's fair. Like if he can stand uh, and look at that and say, "Hey, that was me, and I accept it." That's that's fucking big of him. And yeah. all I'm saying though is, I saw that footage at some point or whatever. If it was a music video, like I said, it was so long ago, and it's just like to see him in that state. Like you're kind of laughing because what he's singing about is absolutely ridiculous. But it's like you, he's he believes it in it mm-hmm. in that moment, and it's like fuck, man, this guy's <laughs> he's in a bad spot. It, it's rough. It's rough. Um, he talked about like <laughs> so the fact that they can. He talked yeah, about right. numerous times how, like, when he was doing that, he was so high on nitrous or whatever the hell he was doing, he started to believe he was a gangster, like a gangster rapper. Like, he, like, got <laughs> into, like, psychosis, delusional type shit. So he was, that's what he said is, like, when he was acting in his absolute most abrasive, when people hated him the, the most. The most yeah. and all that. Jesus. Did you hear that? <laughs> Just <Yeah>. move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, yeah, there's, no. there's an airplane outside of Chris's Chris's oh, was uh, a fighter jet. Whoa. It's Shit's like, yeah, down. the fact that they bring it up at the end of the movie and there's like, it's an in joke for the boys to laugh at is I just, I love that they can all have a laugh at it. Like it shows they're in a good place, you know, like Steve was in a better place. And yeah. that I think is the button on top that you want to remember there. Um, but yeah, he, he kicks that box and we get the real explosion and everything jumps into slow motion and here we go like the chaos ensues everything is blowing up and i'm sure the question is going to come up how much of this is real i, I want to believe quite a, a bit of it is real it, it looks like a good portion of it is i mean i don't know how much they would have altered in, in post but there's some cool moments here like you get ryan dunn sitting there um and he, they have a like exploding glass that just kind of disintegrates uh-huh. in slow motion in his hands as it explodes you get an exploding piano preston getting lifted he's sitting on a sofa and underneath the sofa explodes and he goes into the air There's just so much cool shit happening here they did it for the 3d that's why it's here but i, I really appreciated it like you can tell in the moment like one thing i'm thinking is the guys are wearing like the goggles you know yep. and they got earplugs and stuff it's got to be fucking loud in there like everybody loud, just looks debris terrified. everywhere you don't want to get a splinter in your ear canal or anything like that yeah i to, to your like to 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 kind of add on to what you're talking about about real or fake i think that the first shot was real i you know when they have the first explosion and they're like let's get real reactions to the explosion happening but then they show like it's an 80s action movie they show the explosion from like a thousand different angles and sweeping shots and everything and you mentioned jay the ryan dunn one where he's sitting there with a with a cup in his hand like how does he know to hold the cup exactly where it needs to hold where the thing is gonna uh 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 break it unless he's coached on on doing that So I think what happened is they did the initial one, everyone reacts, and then they had everyone on set do something that was going to be filmed from another angle. Wee Man going flying, Preston on the couch, Ryan Dunn uh, 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 with the glass, Johnny Knoxville with the dildos, which by the way, Johnny Knoxville (laughs) with the dildos is funny because he's, he, he uh, has like a bowl of them and there's clearly like a pneumatic something that sends them flying. And then other ones come from off screen and hit him in the face. He had a tooth knocked out when one of those dildos hit him in the face. (laughs) And you barely even see it. Again, it's like one of these reactions. Like you, all the dildos are lost because there's just a bunch of dildos flying in front of his face. You barely even see it. But yeah. Holy shit. I had no idea. And that's a big bowl of dildos. That's like a Super Bowl party bowl of dildos. You put that out on the coffee table. 
I, yeah. I don't know what Super Bowl parties you're going to, but uh, they sound like fun. <laughs> I need an invite. So uh, it all kind of culminates with the water. The water floods in and the set just falls apart as the whole room just like fills with water and sweeps the crew out. Um, I love that uh, Steve-O, he's, he's fucking hip to something here, boys. I don't know if you noticed, but as the water floods in, he's the only one plugging his ears when the water floods in, <laughs> as if all things that could happen to you in there. I don't want any water in my ears. He he's on to something because well, no one else. He's probably still got that. a massive ear infection from all the shit that entered his ear from the Poo Cocktail that. Supreme. Because this is that's another thing I love about this one is everyone. There's clearly so much elation on set. Sure, unbridled chaos, but everyone is also very excited because they very obviously filmed this as the very last thing to film on Jackass. So like guys once this is over we're done filming and now we don't have to worry about it anymore you can you get that sense that everyone on set is so excited to be yeah. done this now yeah yeah exactly. i think that's like the end Sorry. of every movie they get that same type of vibe i yeah. never really put two and two together like that but it's it's a celebration bitches yep it's like last day of school except if every day at school you're worried about people like punching you in the nuts or throwing you in a snake pit <laughs> yeah goddamn locker snake pits you gotta watch out where you walk uh but yeah that's it and it takes us out with a nice little uh we get trip taylor in there again right rip There's taylor the, rip taylor sorry my bad trip trip, trip taylor is <laughs> trip taylor's one of the directors okay well that's fucking, always confusing you know, now that you mention it that's so funny get a fucking different name yeah, yeah. But he's there, you know, throwing confetti and shit. They got a big Who is uh, he? muscular guy and a speedo. He's like an actor. And, and what? He, Johnny Knoxville gives him a hug and he starts yelling, no tongue. No, no tongue. tongue. Yeah. No tongue. I, maybe he's uh, what's that, what's but, that guy who was in the other sketch? Um, he did all those like gay movies back in the day. Uh, Carl Waters or John Waters. John, oh, oh, John Waters. I feel like yeah, Rip yeah, yeah. Taylor would be in his movies. Yeah, like he, he seems like a kind of like indie kind of artsy movies or something. Maybe I don't know. He's very flamboyant. That was kind of what he was known for. But you know, he's yeah, yeah, kind of kind of a similar vibe, but I think a little bit more outgoing on the camp side than than John Waters. Gotcha. Yeah. But boys, that that is a jackass film. Don't forget, we got the credits. So let's just quickly go over some of our favorite moments from the credits, as is tradition with these movies. Man, there's a lot of good shit in here. And as I was saying at the start of the episode, rightfully so. They had a fucking gold mine of content here. Like, even just the first thing we see is, I can't remember who it is, but someone jumps up and drop kicks. Dave Another England. Guy. Dave, Dave England, England drop kicks, bam, in the face. Bam, it's fucking, in the face. Like, how the, imagine taking a drop kick yeah. to the face and it doesn't make the movie. That would be such a bummer. Yeah, and the hit, man. Jesus Christ. Like it's it's exactly what you think. And it's it's again, it's another one of those uh uh fucking uh, Zangief specials. Like he's he's perfectly <laughs> he gets, horizontal. He right there. Uh we get uh a couple ones that I liked is I like the uh barrel surfing with Chris Pontius yeah. just surfing over some barrels on a surfboard. That was cool. We man with um, a full sized bowl, that's pretty bold of him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like even they did a tandem motorbike jump with a parachute. It didn't really work, which is why I see why they didn't put it in. But like, it's the same setup you'd go if you're learning to skydive, like you're tied to another guy. Yes. So I'm kind of sad that didn't work out better, but it looked cool. What about, um, I, I could have used an entire segment of BAM skating on and off of an aircraft carrier. That that must, they, if that hasn't happened before yeah. in a skate magazine, like, or like a skate video, that seems like it's ripe, you know, all the metal pipes and rails and like, that would have been fucking awesome to see more of. Yeah. It's like a big Navy vessel, right? And it's yeah. got a plank on it. Like, did, did Navy ships have planks? Well, every they, boat has to have a plank to walk. You have to. 
They're not pirates. Yeah, you got the Somali pirates. If they could, they only know one language, and that's plank walking and scurvy. Okay. There's there's only two ways to speak to them. <laughs> Man, there's so much good shit though. Yeah, um, and and honestly, by the end, they kind of shift away from the the just like like fast paced stunt after stunt after stunt, and they yep. start to sing uh, uh, "Memories Make Me Want to Go," whatever that song is. I can't remember. Yeah, the Weezer song. Weezer, yeah, sorry. And they start to show childhood photos and early clips from jackass and like man i i can't express enough how strange it is how emotional i get yeah. when i watch the ends of a jackass movie it it is just all of the angst and emotion and weird whimsy and sense of an invincibility that i had as a child just reimagined and seeing it and living vicariously through these adults who are doing it all over again. I'm sentimental for how much I used to love jackass. I'm sentimental for the childhood that I used to have. I can see, I remember where I was when I first watched this as opposed to where I am now and all the differences in my life. And, you know, memories make me want to go back there, but you never can. That's why they're memories. And it's like, it's really, it like really gets to me when I watch these for, for, for me, it's, it's, I said it before there's the, Boil it all down. The reason why I love Jackass. It's friends that never had to grow up. You know, like, yeah, my favorite times in my life is like a lot of them is like when I was kids. You know, there was like a one year window when I didn't have to have a job. I had one summer, you know. Sure. And, you know, after that, I had a job before that. I wasn't able to go do what I wanted to do. So we would smoke weed. We'd just go find places to skateboard and just like just be being together, just finding stupid shit to do. And these guys got to live that dream for their entire life. But then, as you yeah. said, as the time goes on, it's not quite the same. You can't go back to those days. So when you see those nostalgic old photos, it, it, it hits me for sure. Yeah. It's like Never Neverland, <clears throat> like the real version of it, Never exactly. Neverland. Never, 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 Never yeah. It's it's great. And it was a good callback and a good call on their part to include that. And and like, you know, with the childhood photos, all that shit, yeah, it makes you go, holy shit, like these guys have lived a life. And uh you know, because they're touching and, and kind of playing off nostalgia here, I absolutely love uh, this really was a special moment for me when Pontius brings up uh, something here to Knoxville. He says, they're getting ready for a sketch, and he says, you're an amazing roller skater. I remember seeing you yes. <laughs> at the LA River. And then Knoxville, embarrassed, is like, why you got to bring that up? And it just, it comes full circle, boys. Like, I mean, we get a replay of possibly the third greatest jackass stunt of all time. <laughs> the LA River gap. Yeah, we see elephant shit Steve-O back when he was, like, yes. in his early days. And, like, he didn't have the confidence he has now. And, like, it's just, it's like, wow, we've come a long way. And it made me think... It's taking me back as a guy who does the podcast uh -huh. on this shit. It's like double nostalgia. For sure. Because I'm thinking about all the shit we've talked about re-watching this, and I'm just going like, wow, Isn't we fucking did it. We made it, boys. Mm -hmm. Isn't there this weird feeling, too, of like this sentimental sentimentality of like, we can never go back and watch it again? For, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, we've seen it now. Yeah. We've analyzed it. Like, that is you get that once in your life. Maybe we wait another 20 years and do it again, but like, we've already analyzed it as much as we can like we squeeze that lemon for all it's worth and it's kind of like fuck we just ran out like sure we have jackass 3 3.5 and we've got some other stuff that we can always do but it's just it's uh yeah it's it's weirdly emotional and then it all culminates with the introduction of jeff tremaine and ape and for some reason that one really got me they're just in a kitchen and bam's like hey this is my friend jeff and jeff's <laughs> like hi april my name's jeff and april's like it's nice to meet you jeff and it's just so innocent who the fuck would have guessed 
that they would have come that far after such a uh, inconspicuous meeting like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're totally right, man. Guys, I might cry right now. Yeah, I, honestly, it's I'm I'm feeling it. Doesn't it feel like we're like at our like end? Like it's it's, it's like it sounds so ominous right now. It's like well, it's everything comes to this moment. You yeah. Know? I mean, this is this was the this was at the time the last of the mainline Jackass ones, and I feel like there was more of a through line between Jackass season one and Jackass 3D than there was Jackass season one and Jackass Forever. Like Forever almost feels like an offshoot because it yeah. was so long. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Do you guys want to get into our uh, MVPs and LVPs? I do, of but before movie. we before we do, I gotta ask. We're all in agreement, right? That young Preston was a fox. He was, man. Yes, I totally <laughs> a agree. It's just a, yeah, he was. He was like, it's like remember when Cartman Cartman became the beefcake? Yes, it's just like he's like Cartman. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like that. All right, all right. We should do MVP, LVP, and uh, pour one out that the woodpecker pecking the pecker didn't make it into the movie. Pontius <laughs> yeah, with yeah, the casted yeah. penis and the woodpecker. That yeah, was hundred oh, percent. So good, so poetic. Who who wants to go first? I mean, are we doing the whole movie here? Or just what we? I reviewed? think we do. I think we do, I think, I think the, we whole do the whole movie. Yeah. I think we do the whole movie. Um, okay. Holy I'll, shit, go, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> okay. My gut, and I don't want to step on anyone else's pick, but this is not my pick, but I wanted to choose Johnny Knoxville because he's always, the, he's always there. He's always the one who's, who's guiding everyone who's trying. He's now become a director as well as an actor, as well as a writer. Like he is, he's clearly there as like the guy he's on set trying to tease out reactions from everyone. And I wanted to give him props for that, but I think it's more fitting if I give the MVP to someone who deserves it, someone who took a lot of shit from me over the course of right, this podcast, uh, someone who shines so brightly, even when he's not the star of the stunt, he's he's always there. He's a friend. He's he's now you know in his most confident stage. He's in his most funny stage and his most willing to to kind of get down and dirty stage. It's it's Ryan Dunn. This is peak Ryan Dunn. Mm-hmm carries so many of these stunts even the ones that he's not front and center in uh and i owe it to him because of how hard i was on him for the first couple seasons of uh of jackass the tv show yeah that's i was going the exact same pick over there we had you know who would have thought random hero would have turned into our hero (laughs) random hero or plugs or plugs but yeah no he just uh, it's is it getting bonus points because this is kind of the last big thing that you see him in is that I, I don't even give a fuck it's just he was the core of this movie and i'm so glad that after what we'd later go like know what's going to go on to happen this is like our last big memory of him because it did his whole entire career justice a hundred percent a hundred percent guys this is really difficult i'm not gonna lie like how do you pick somebody you know, uh, how do you pick somebody for this spot when a, this is the last movie we're probably going to review and B it's like, everybody did a fucking good job Mm -hmm. in this movie. I was impressed with Preston. I said that early on that he was in so many of the early sketches. Like, uh, Chris Pontius was reliably funny. Knoxville took a lot of big hits and I think he was the glue that held everyone together. As much as I don't always agree with Bam's attitudes on set, he did a lot of funny shit in here and he was funny a lot of times. Like this is how the fuck do I pick somebody? Like I get what you guys, why you went with, um, uh, done. Like I get it. Uh, even though Chris, you kind of you kind of just fucking took the easy way out and just agreed with Mikey. Let's be honest. No, I was pissed but, off that Mikey uh, got to go first because I knew he was going to pick Dunn, but I wanted to get it out there first. To be honest, <laughs> oh, here, let me ask you this then, guys: 
do we know who was this, who spearheaded this to get these guys together? Because we all know Johnny. it wasn't likely to happen. Was it Knoxville? Was 100%. it Tremaine? Who, who did it? Do we know? Johnny was, I, I, yeah. fil- Johnny was filming, filming things on uh, like Wild Boys and they were doing Wild Boys and things like that. And then he was also just started filming random shit just because he wanted that lust. And then Tremaine's like, oh, if you're going to be doing this like super gnarly shit, like yeah. why are you doing it for nothing? Let's do another movie. And then he called the troops up and the boys were back. Okay. So if that is the truth, and I'll take Chris's words for it because he's usually well-researched on this stuff. So that's my pick then. It's Knoxville because this almost didn't happen and I'm so fucking glad it happened because it's incredible. This is, I don't know if it's my favorite because they're all good movies, but damn, man, it's special. And uh, I'm glad they did Jackass 3 and that I got to experience it at the age I was at and like in a theater when times were different, like all of that shit will never happen again the way it happened. And uh, thank you, Knoxville, for putting it together. You're True my MVP. That. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm i glad someone went Johnny because I think he deserves it in this one. And also shout out to Spike Jones and Jeff Tremaine, who, you know, it can't happen without them either. Um, I'm going to go. So my LVP, I got to be honest, a part of me was considering Bam Margera, but that felt like a little cruel given that he does have some some positive spins in this. I don't want to focus on one person as the LVP of this one because I think that's unfair. I think everyone kind of shows up and plays a part. Fuck, so why instead- are you before me? You're saying all the exact same shit that I want to say. <laughs> like literally, I had that speech like going on in my head. Sorry to interrupt, but fuck. <laughs> uh, instead, I am going to give the LVP to the unstoppable steady march of time, which appears to uh, uh, ravage all of our memories, decompose our bodies and our bones, and take away from us the uh, the the joy that we once had as children, uh, which we can only relive through rewatching movies like Jackass 3D. Yeah, that's fair. What he said? No. Um, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, the the it's it's. I just wanted to kind of touch back on that note where it's like it. These movies are so epic. I I will not take a main cast jackass person and say you're the LVP of this because everybody had good moments, everybody had okay moments, and these are those moments. Like why why slag someone down? But yep. what I can do is put a little twist on it, and um, the old man uh, Harvey Zisman. Harvey Zisman. What the hell's his name? Why am I not getting it right? Irving Zisman. Irving Zisman. Irving. I always say oh, Harvey yeah. for some reason because. <laughs> I don't really like that motif anymore. It's had its wheels. I don't think it's as believable. And then I don't know if this was, I'm pretty sure this is what spawned bad grandpa, which wasn't my favorite movie of all time. But uh, yeah, I think I this know. was after bad grandpa. Cause that's why they make the joke really bad grandpa. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. But yeah, no, I don't know. I, I just, I'm just, I'm reaching here. There's nothing I, I think, really. No, 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 Chris. I know? honestly, I like that pick. I like that pick uh, because I think, I think it's, you know, there are elements of Jackass 3D that are a little bit played out. And I think that that is the epitome of it. You know, a character, they have to use him, I guess, because he's a staple for for Jackass. But I don't think any of his stunts really landed in this one. <laughs> As Chris's phone rings. <laughs> Jay, what about you? Where's your Chris LVP has going? a big bowl of dildos on his <laughs> Some of them take batteries. Uh yeah, this is again difficult decision because when you're doing a whole movie, holy shit, how do you pick somebody? I guess, but um, you know what? It's uh, Sylvester Stallone. I think. I think Sylvester he's the loser. St- oh, is yeah. this Rocky? Well, they stole his bit, you know, and they didn't really do it justice. <laughs> you know, there's no conclusion to any of those Rockies. But how many Rockies were there? Were there four? They didn't even complete the fucking 
five-ology, whatever you call a sequence of five movies. Uh, and I frankly... Chris, what are you Frankly, doing? Trying we to have turn like my phone. five minutes left. I'm trying to turn it off silent. <laughs> it's been a long one. <laughs> Frankly, though, like, you know, we don't get the conclusion. Do, I want to know, does Bam Margera, you know, retire and get a robot only yeah. to come back to the fight on the streets one day and find that, you know, he's he might still have it in him? Is he going to one day <laughs> coach a younger, you know, version of himself to go out and, and take cheap shots? And who would that version of himself be? Mm. You know, who 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 is he going to mentor? And uh, give an inspirational speech to on a sidewalk somewhere in in Brooklyn, you know. I, I want to know, and we didn't quite get that. And it also, could be, Stallone, it could be Compton ass Terry, uh, who, by the way, was just acquitted of murder. Nice, good Perfect. for Compton. Yeah, right? Compton ass Terry yeah, got off. Sick. I figured that was a, a nice a nice way to insert some of that uh, nice. uh, news. I mean, that's <laughs> not a situation you want to be in. But yeah, I, I mean, shit, I was not expecting a. Compton has Terry plug right there, but of all things, <laughs> I was the whole time. I'm like, if there's any way to fit this in somehow, I'm going to do it. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you did. And, and Compton has Terry was kind of like, you know, he came on as like a little, like a, a bam kind of like took him under his wing a little bit. So there you go. It works. You know, at the least, you know, Stallone, he, you know, he re-edited Rocky four recently and released that. I didn't um, know that. He did. I, I say do a cut with Bam, you know, get Bam in there, throw a couple of those clips in, see if you can work it in. I don't know. I don't have anything better. I'm sorry, folks. Let's end it now because there's nothing more to say. I hate saying that. I had fun doing this with you guys and getting this far. We're not done yet. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not saying it's the end of the podcast. I'm just saying like, we have to take a minute and, and just realize what we've accomplished here. We set out April, what was it? April 1st, 2021. Something around so, there. Yeah. We're almost at our two-year anniversary of this show, and we just did all the mainline jackass shit. So I'd say we deserve a little pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Not bad, Let's boys. Do it. Not fucking bad. Yeah. All right. I'll give one, too. Yeah. That feels good, doesn't it? You know what else feels good? Following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you name it, wherever you can find us, at JackassPod. Let us know what you thought of this fucking masterpiece of a movie we want to hear your thoughts memories and everything if you haven't had a chance yet so share it with us and uh thanks for all your support so far man uh we appreciate you two years just about going strong and and uh wouldn't be here without the people who listen every week so we love you thank you absolutely if you're feeling sentimental out there listening to us as well and you haven't yet given us a rating or a review on itunes or spotify please do it means a lot to us. And, uh, you know, we've given this two years of our lives and we'd love to see ourselves, uh, continue to grow along with ya. Mm hmm. Fuckers. Well, fuckers, <laughs> uh, should we, I don't know, announce what we're doing next week. Just give a little plug. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. We're going to, we're going to start moving into a, uh, uh, best stunts of all time. We've got Chris, put the fucking phone away. I'm trying what to, are you I doing? I forget it's stuck on the stupid page. And every time it's Norm McDonald telling a fucking joke, it. but I guess uh, guys, it's it been away. a fucking an hour and bit. I, you know, I know I am. I cannot fucking deal with this shit. And you know, you're going into more shit. Fuck. <laughs> no hardest for me to sit long. This like this long. I can't even talk. Uh, we're so we'll 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 uh finish off quick we're going to be uh we, we are you know the the one place with a full compendium of all the ratings of every single uh major stunt that's occurred in jackass we're going to start going over the best of all time and then probably the worst as well so stay tuned maybe email us your list of the best and worst and predict where they're going to end up on the list and join us next week for uh for the start of that yes and uh chris you want to <laughs> anything you want to say before <laughs> he's losing his mind 
I just I keep forgetting that it's stuck on some looping Instagram reel video, and I keep trying to check one thing because my phone goes, and then it pops up and it scares me every time. And I panic. I just can't. I can't. I like. I can't focus for long, and I just get sidetracked. So I almost. I almost just did it again without even realizing it. That is so fucking weird. I'm not even putting on a bit or an act. It just I'm, oh, I'm fucked in the head. But yeah, yeah. love y'all. Well, we're all fucked in the head, and until next time. Bye, I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!